Jay Crawford, Adam the Bull, Garrett Bush, and so many big names, it would take me hours to say all of their names. Ultimate Cleveland Sports Show. Booyah! Here we are! With Bull! <laughs> it's been forever! It's been two this. weeks! I couldn't remember your name when you walked I in. Would, when I walked in, I go, who's that guy sitting <laughs> yeah. in that chair? I was like, man, this is a decent. First of all, how are you? Are you I, good? I'm good. I, you know, I'm, I'm uh, a little banged up for all this baseball your practice. Your wing is... is, is a little sore, right? Oh, throwing my shoulder hurts. My legs hurt. Everything. And I can't let the kids know that I'm hurting. <laughs> no, you can't. By the end of practice, I'm like, I can barely bend over. But uh, <laughs> Bull, is, Bull is out there hey, going hey, for real the stretch. Quick, real quick, we have breaking news legitimately. Legitimately? Oh, Jalen Hurts, five-year, $255 million contract, the highest paid player in NFL history. Wow. That is no longer to Sean Watson. Is it fully guaranteed? Includes 180.3 179.3 million guarantees. Okay, so the big difference there is obviously he's got but about 70 percent right of his into money guaranteed. The as Lamar opposed Jackson to Watson. situation. Yeah, Lamar no, it does. The fully guarantee. Yeah, hurts. 179 million. Wow. Shout out. First of all, first and foremost, before yeah. we get to this, shout out to that young brother. Right, he was supposed to be the dude at Alabama. The guy came in. Tua came in. Took his position. Yeah. He took his lumps. He went to Oklahoma. Got better. Got drafted in the second round. People wanted to get rid of him. And I watched this show called uh, What Did I Do With My First Million? This dude is so responsible. He's like, yo, I got a, a, a little $20,000 car. I got wow. my I got my, my sister like a 20000 car. I put the rest half the money in the bank, and I went and put the down payment on my parents' house. Good for I him. didn't even buy the house. I just made payments on it. And so now for him to have $179 million for generational money like that, Coming yeah. from, and deserve to. Yeah, We've deserve, all seen how yeah. hard he works. Yeah. Oh, he absolutely. He is a fiend in well, the weight room. And he's a good comp for Lamar Jackson because they have a similar style of play. Run. Younger. Yeah, I mean, um, they're they're both very young. similar. You're right. They're both I mean, young and like. Even though Jalen Hurts didn't win the MVP last year, he was close. I mean, he, he was in the until he got hurt at the end of the year. He's right in the discussion, in the conversation. I think yeah. he had an equivalent, you know, somewhat equivalent season to Lamar's MVP season. Now, in fairness to Lamar. Jalen Hurts had way more talent around him on offense than Lamar did, especially, I mean, look at the great two great receivers he has with A.J. And the, Brown. And, and the offensive Smith. line. Offensive line, they got a really good tight end. Uh, so he has better talent man, around him. But so, okay. Is so that surpri are you surprised at all by the total figure? Wait, and it gets even more. There's, there's more details come out from Tom Pelissero. Quote, the monster deal also includes $15 million in incentives meaning Hertz can earn up to a record $54 million per year in the New Deal and up to $274.3 million total through 2028. And we, Aditi has said that Burrow is going to make a smart play and go for a shorter deal because these quarterback deals age out so quickly. They do, yes. Look at what Mahomes signed and when he signed it. Right. He's a bargain now. He's the best quarterback in the league. Yes. So I think that's right. I think Aditi's absolutely right on the money. I think Burrow is probably going to go for a much shorter deal yeah. so he can bank on himself long term yeah. and get big the, the new big money every three years or so. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I'd rather him sign a long-term deal, but I, if, I'm, if I'm Joe Burrow, if I'm a player like Joe Burrow or Justin Herbert or uh, who else is up for – well, Hurts just signed his extension. I, I would rather sign a three-, four-year deal because yeah. then I – you know, especially because they're young and sure. they're still going to be in their 20s. But – um at this point, this contract hurts Lamar Jackson's argument about fully guaranteed. I think what we realize now. I think it just about books that he's not going to get a fully guaranteed. Deshaun Watson's contract is the anomaly. It's not. We wondered, right. would that become the rule or we the did. exception? I, it's the exception. I, I think I, you're right. I, I think everybody I else is looking at the Browns saying, that can be the path you take. We're not taking I, I, that path. I don't, I don't agree uh, because it's not. Jalen Hurts is not a top five guy. He's, it, it, it was last year. He, well, well, you got to think about it. Jalen Hurts is a guy who runs and throws the ball. Yeah. The guys that get the big bags of money are the the guys who don't get hurt, who they don't run a lot. They they throw the ball from the pocket. Yeah. And and you got to think about it. Those guys are cool. But if Joe Burrow say I want a guaranteed contract, he gonna get it. He may. He might be the outlier. They have right. no. But they I, have I, no but, chance. But, but, but to Bull's initial point yeah. was. 
we thought, uh-oh, there's a new way of doing business in right. the NFL, and that's not true. No, it's not. And, and now, again, you may be right. Maybe Burrow does get everything guaranteed. I think if there's a guy out there that yeah. will, it will be Burrow. And if he doesn't, then it, then Lamar's completely out, got no yeah. chance. Because I don't think he will. I think he's going to get a ton of money. I, maybe the, I think we're now to a point where it's a higher percentage of guaranteed money than it's been in the past. Right. But I don't think any – I think even Burrow is not getting 100% guaranteed. This is only two-thirds guaranteed. Right, which is a lot. It's it's huge. And if Jalen Hurts stays healthy, there's no reason he wouldn't get the whole contract. You're right. I don't think right. Bur- I don't think Burrow will ask for it because he's going to have prohibitive. He could measures. if he wanted. You're and, right. Yeah, like he's not going to do it because he's looking around like, well, I got receivers to pay for. Right. I got Chase, and I want to keep T. Higgins, and I want. So he would not do it. So, but here's the thing: if yeah. Lamar Jackson wanted a fully guaranteed contract, which he does, if he does, I've always said it, Lamar. Go in, go in, and tell them I want three years, one hundred and seventy-five million. Well, they made close to that offer. They offered three. Reportedly, yeah. Yeah, I mean, they, they were very close to that number. He, he, that's not what he's looking for. He's looking for the five two fifty. Yeah. But, it, it, but see, if you just want the, if you want the guaranteed dollars where every sit is taken care of. If you don't say three for 175, just go up a little more. Just say, give me four for 200 guaranteed. I think that conversation probably happened because that would be the exact middle point of yeah. where the Ravens were and yep. where Lamar was. But the Ravens haven't moved. And yeah. really, the Ravens now are in an interesting situation. They could just sit back and say, let the market tell us what you're worth. Yeah. Well, I mean, I think it's interesting. We want the, dra- I mean, the draft's next week, right? Next Thursday. That's when I think things will happen, After right? After the draft. Sure. If, if the Colts or the Falcons or... Who else? Uh, the, you know, Houston. I mean, the Jets are still in limbo. Yeah, I mean, we don't know. Right, that situation is going to I, I had there. thought that perhaps that deal could be done before yeah. the draft, but it doesn't look doesn't like look that's like going to happen. At the moment, everything's been quiet on that front. But will one of these teams at that point say, "Hey, uh, let's go after Lamar"? If they we'll find out, if yeah. when it's their turn to draft, there's not a quarterback they like in this draft. We talked about it when the Browns did the Watson deal. Well, yeah. they did it because they were desperate, and it's yeah. their only option. Right. So when we get past the draft. And there are teams looking and they're out of options. That's maybe when that price will get ratcheted yep. up. I don't think he's going to get Deshaun money. I just don't. I don't he either. may get somewhere where Jalen just signed, you know, three to four in your area, 150 to, to 180 million. But right now, I just can't see him. And, and he has said he wants the money that Deshaun got. He wants that money. I don't think there's any way he's getting it. He's not in the – the problem for him is he's not in the same position that, that Deshaun Watson was. Deshaun Watson was getting traded. He controlled where he was traded right. to. Yeah. And there were multiple teams competing for his services. He was in a position to demand pretty much whatever he wanted. Whereas yeah. Lamar is not because teams in, in that situation, like right now – uh, the Ravens have some control of the situation. So there may be some teams that are like, well, I'm not going to even bid on them because the Ravens are going to match it. Right. That's why I think some of these teams have stayed out of that. And again, maybe it changes after the draft, but it's not the exact same situation. No, it is different. You know, uh, uh, we'll come back to this probably yeah. throughout the show. Uh, welcome. We didn't really get a chance to do yeah. anything because the news broke right off the top. Uh, it's great to have the, the three of us back together yeah. again. It's been two weeks. Uh, we're going to dive into the Cavs' disappointing game one loss. That's first up on our agenda. The Guardians went to D.C., took two of three. Should have been a sweep. But you can't look at two and three and anything other than what it was. You won the series. Yeah. You sort of got – you're only a game out of first place. We'll talk more about the Guardians. They're on a stretch of playing bad teams. they got to take They are. Hand, they so. better clean up. Yeah. They're at Detroit. Then they get Miami at home this weekend. Right. Uh, they've got to win two of three from yep. both of those teams and keep beating the bad teams. Yep. And go 500 against the good teams, and you're going to win your division. Tread water until they're ready to call up these other guys for the minors. Yeah, because, because we need some help on the pitching. Our pitching is, and yeah. you know what, Henkis is really. We've missed him. Yeah, I mean, we have missed him. The bullpen has yeah. not been its typical lights no. out self. Um, Bulls bet. I think I lost on Friday, didn't I? Bull did lose on Friday. He is now still over 500, though. I over 500 in baseball, one game under 500 overall. overall. Oh, okay. He has two bets today, and his bets, as always, are brought to us. By Bet River Sportsbook. Hey, Ohio, Bet River's online sportsbook is the place to be for every single game. Right now is the perfect time to check out Bet River Sportsbook because when you use deposit code SPORTS, you receive a second chance bet up to $500. You can get on all the action with weekly specials on your favorite sports like basketball and hockey to help you win big. Check them out at betrivers.com or download the Bet Rivers app today. 
for the latest lines, odds, and boosts. And check out today's Bet Rivers podcast. Obviously, I talk about the Cavs and uh, the Guardians. And on Wednesday, soon to be Hall of Famer Joe Thomas is going to be on my podcast on Wednesday. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. Very much Good looking forward score. to that. Yes, we're very excited to Good have score. him on. That's going to be huge. Two games today. I'm going both on the money line or on the run line, excuse me. Cubs by one and a half at the A's. Uh, it's obvious the A's, uh, you, know, you bet against them every time, especially uh, on the run line. The Cubs bats have been hot. They had eight home runs against the Dodgers this weekend. And Jacob DeGrom, after a bad first start with Texas, his last two 20 Ks and 13 innings. He's looked like Jacob DeGrom again. Against a bad Royal lineup. So I'm laying the run and a half. I think both both those are great bets, Rangers. You're going to win both. You're right. Uh, Quick check on McNuggets because you're betting the A's to lose every game this year. Run line. On the run line. Where are you? You plus or minus? I'm still plus. I'm up 20 bucks, but they've. Uh, they're 13 and three on this, or th- three, three and, and 13, 13 on the season. Yeah, but four of their last five losses have been by one run, so mm. I haven't covered. Okay, but I'm still confident that in the long, I'm up, I'm up 24 dollars still. And what do so you bet? Ten bucks every 10 game. Ten bucks each one. Yeah, okay, not, not a ton, but I am confident that come summer, come later in the year, these one run losses are going to be a lot more yeah. lopsided. Yeah. Uh, oh yeah. So they're they'll have 13, double A guys all over their oh, roster yeah. by, by September. Did you see the Yankees game yesterday? It was an hour and 57 minutes I saw that. with Garrett yeah. Cole. By the that. way, the Cubs and Mariners earlier last week played a game where the Cubs won 14 to nine Shoot. and the game was three hours, two minutes. Wow. Like, last year, that. that game's almost four hours. Yeah. 23 runs, wow. and it's only three hours. I didn't game. see that. That's, yeah. a, that's incredible. Yeah. Twenty. First of all, that's a lot of runs. It was 23, 23 runs, 28 hits. That had to be at Wrigley, and it had to be windy as hell. It was. Yeah. It wasn't crazy. You know, there was a lot. I think the Cubs only hit one home run in the game to score 14 runs. Wow, that's odd. Yeah, it was a bunch of singles and doubles. Very, it was a very odd. Uh, Not odd was what happened this weekend. Oh, my God. Really? It was ugly. Not yeah, odd. Was, it was flat out yeah, ugly. It was ugly. And it's, we've had 24 hours, really more. 36 to digest what happened Saturday night, game one, Knicks-Cavs. I'll let you guys take it away and, and run with wherever you want. Well, I'll but, set up what you want to do. Yeah. I think it's a good idea. Mikey wants to do a, like a shot clock gimmick. Four yeah. topics in 24 minutes on the Cavs loss. 101-97. I thought they fell behind too big too many times. Uh, we always talk about this. It takes so much energy to dig out of a 12-point hole. Yep. And typically, once you get your head above the waterline, you're so tired that you sink. Because it takes so well, much energy to they come back. And that's coming exactly back, coming what happened. Back. They, they expelled way too much energy coming back from these double-digit deficits. Yeah. In the end, Donovan Mitchell is not enough for this team. He's not LeBron James. Nope. If LeBron James is in for Donovan Mitchell, they win that game by 10. There's but only one not. LeBron James. There's only one. <laughs> He's a freak of nature. Uh, everybody else, and I mean everybody else, disappointed me. They, the bench had 14 points, guys. Yeah, I, this game, I thought it was embarrassing. I thought the, the Cavs were humiliated. It's weird because the score is only a three-point game, and it felt like the Knicks completely dominated. And I've heard some people say, no, four well, points. Uh, four points. I've heard some people say, well, Don, uh, this guy's not going to play so badly for the Cavs, you know, whether it's all these guys. Can but, we guarantee that? But, but here's the thing. The Knicks, sixth man of the year, he didn't score a point. No. Jalen Brunson foul barely trouble. played in the first half because of foul trouble. Yeah, the but Knicks, Hart, Hart killed it. Hart was incredible. And that was killed his it. first ever NBA playoff game. He's yep. been in the league a while. I don't want to hear this nonsense, guys, about lack of experience. I don't either. The Kings had no experience. They came back down double digits against the defending champs. A team with more playoff experience than any team ever. Exactly. The Cavs were dominated. You look at uh, Jared Allen's numbers, 14 and 14. If you just saw the box score, you'd be like, Yeah, but what game. was he, like 3 of 14 or something? No, no, no. That was oh, no, Mobley. No, yeah, Mobley. Mobley, Mobley was terrible. Oh, and my God. I was God. saying this to G yesterday. Early in the game, first minute, Mobley gets, takes a shot, misses. Gets the put-back dunk, jams it home, screams at, uh, what's his name, uh, Mitchell Robinson, and you're like, all right, he's fine. Yeah. He didn't do anything the rest of the game. Yeah, then he and disappeared. every time the Cavs needed a big rebound, the Knicks got the ball. Every time. Uh, I thought he spent too much time out on the perimeter. What's he doing out there? I, I, well, yeah, I don't know. I, <laughs> no clue what he was doing. I, I look at it like this. I always say, I'm going to go to watch the other games. I watch the other games. And I watched last night, I watched the Phoenix Suns versus the Clippers, right? And Kawhi Leonard comes in and reminds everybody why he's Kawhi Leonard. And the others get involved. The Zubox of the world. You got Russell Westbrook played well. Uh, you know, Powell came off the bench. Eric Gordon was hitting three after three. And I'm watching these other games, and it's, it's a different level. 
these guys, the bench guys are coming in locked and loaded. They run offense and run sets and plays. They don't just come down every play and run pick and roll and let Donovan Mitchell figure out what he's going to do. Yeah, the offense was unimaginative. And, and Donovan, Donovan Mitchell yeah. is a great player, and, and, and nobody really is LeBron. But, I mean, he was the only person that showed any fire, any, any resolve. And the most disappointing thing of all is I really think our two bigs got punked. Oh, I really think they, unquestionably. I think they really they got like, hit in the mouth, and instead of hitting back, they just cowered. And, and, I, and you, that was, was the, our fear Friday. We Allen said that. was the worst part. He looked like he he saw a ghost. Yeah, and, you know Julius Randle looked like he intimidated him. The two guys came off the bench, intimidated him. And for me, if they don't win this game, it's a wrap. Like, and and I I, I agree with you, Bull. All of these guys. Here's what we need to learn in Cleveland. We make the most excuses oh in the God. world. Yes, we do. It's almost it's almost <laughs> disgusting to talk about games with fans now because they rationalize Rubio won't be as bad. Listen, he scored zero points. Uh, you, people telling me Dean Wade, Dean Wade is a Dean Wade was out there for cardio. He, he might awful. as well, he might as well have been on a, so on, 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 a on a treadmill By the way, or a bike. We all agreed with the move at the time. Yeah. Okay, so none of us are here to now become, you know, revisionist history historians. Yeah. But Kevin Love looked like Kevin Love yesterday. He could have helped us. He had 18 he, points. He did have a good he game He outscored yeah. the entire Cavs bench. Yeah, the Cavs. Well, Josh Hart in this game outscored the Cavs bench. So did Hart. The Knicks have a useful bench. Like, all four of the guys that came right. off their bench. And, and again, uh, what's his name? Quickly, did, he didn't have a good game. But we know he, he's had a great year. The other three guys, Hartenstein, who was here. Right. Uh, and Hart. And who's the other guy? Uh, oh, Toppin. They all played well. The Cavs bench was garbage. And, like, that's the answer is Jetty all that time. And, by the way, in the first half, there was a six-minute stretch. Crazy. Where they played Rubio, Jetty, and, uh, Dean, Wade, and Dean Wade together. And they got outscored by 14 points. In what, what was JB thinking, those uh, three let, guys? Let's, let's grade JB, guys, because we didn't have a playoff resume for him to really go off of. Yeah. Um, F. He didn't have a timeout, guys, at the end of the no, game in his inexcusable, pocket. inexcusable, inexcusable. I, I mean, that's beyond a rookie mistake. You can't make that mistake in high school or college. No, I give. You've got a close game, and you burn your last timeout before the end of the game. Uh, to me, everybody besides Donovan Mitchell on this roster, coaching staff gets either a D or an F. I'm with you, boy. I, I, I know it sounds harsh, but I'm yeah. with you. Tibbs, and here's and a lot of people don't say, well, well, what is the coach going to do? He doesn't shoot the basketball, but a coach knows who can and won't shoot the basketball. Yeah. So your coach can't be putting Dean Wade in the game like he's this like, and he's the first guy off the bench. Yeah. I'm like. Dean Wade ain't been, been in rotation the whole second half of the season. Yeah. That's the guy you bring out. And if you if, at least if, <laughs> if, if a coil can't shoot, where is Stevens? Where was Stevens? I can at least put him on Brunson or Danny and, Green. And, and, Why was and, Danny and, Green acquired? Yeah, can someone help me here. I mean, uh, at least he's not going to choke in a big spot. I, I'll tell you for as much praise as we gave the front office for making the Mitchell yeah. thing happen after that. I think they crapped the bed the rest of the year well, with their I, moves and the things that they've done. This bench, why did we even think that this I, bench was playable? I don't know. What, I mean, we kept, you know what? It's because we're Cleveland fans. We asked yeah. this on Friday. You know what the chat said? It was, McNugget said it was one of the biggest responded to polls we've ever done. 700 votes. Yeah. You know what they said? 95%. Now, they might still win the series. Yeah. 95%. Cavs are going to win the series. Right. And then everybody's making excuses. Why were we lose. fooling hey, ourselves? This I, bench is not good hey, enough. Listen, and the series could turn around and it looks like a different it game. It could. It absolutely but could. But right now, it feels like the Knicks have nine legitimate players and the Cavs have four. You know, right now, if yeah. you took the seeds away from the team's names, yeah. right now, just going off the way they played in game one, heart intensity, the, the depth of the bench, the yeah. lack of a bench for the Cavs. I would say that the Knicks are the overwhelming favorite now to win this series, and I don't think the Cavs will push it to seven games. And the whole series rides on game two. I mean, you That's have to it. You, you're right. You lose that, book it's, it. It's over. it's over. And I it might the, be a they sweep. They are the Vegas favorites now, by the way. Well, they should be. They should, yeah. They, yeah. And, and here's the other thing. If they lose this game tomorrow, or Tuesday, right? Tuesday. If they lose this game, yeah, tomorrow. If tomorrow is Tuesday. Yeah. <laughs> if they lose tomorrow, yeah. you're staring at a sweep because they're going to go back to Madison Square Garden. That crowd's going to be like a group of alligators that hasn't eaten in 10 days. They're going to be on. Oh, yeah. And the, red meat just got thrown if, into if the If the Cavs lose game two and play like they did, like they're going Done. out quick. Done. I mean, they got to change it around right now. They, the crowd is going to be on meth or crack, one or the other. <laughs> <laughs> they're going to be foaming at the mouth. Yeah, and just because I call myself jokingly the Duke of New Jersey, 
Just because you sit at home and say, I'm not worried, doesn't mean you know what the hell you talking about. <laughs> no, not at all. When you go to the doctor and he tell you you got a terminal illness, it don't matter if you want to believe or not what you got. Like, you go sit at the home and not take no medicine? Y'all cats kill me with this. Like, that bench is not going to get it done over at Olin Tangy River Road Basketball <laughs> Community Center playing with McNuggets and his yeah. people. You know, it's not. You it's, know how we talked about all season long with the Browns? I brought up that they have, like, their problem with the Browns is their mid-tier is not good enough. Right. right? Yeah. They got all these superstars. Yeah. They got enough superstars. Duds and duds, we call them. The Cavs are the same way. Yeah. I know he didn't play yesterday, but I feel like they have one mid-tier player, Levert. He'd have a bad game, but generally he's a mid-tier player. They got four guys who were generally excellent starters. They got a mid-tier player in Levert. The rest of the team sucks. You're right. The rest of the team I is mean, crap. Right. When you go seven yeah. and down, yeah. you're looking at these guys going, wait a minute, why did anybody ever think that this bench could outplay the Knicks bench? Now, I, I have no interest in seeing Isaac Okoro play. He, he's doing pump fakes with nobody there. He's scared to shoot the ball. <laughs> I mean, by, have you ever seen ever seen a game where a team missed more easy baskets no. than the Cavs Now, now listen, that's, okay, so on that point, Bill, yeah. I'm glad you brought that up. Yeah. I'm trying to find a silver lining here. Yeah. I'm trying to see, you know, and to your point, I'm not just going to say, well, they can't play worse. Yeah, yeah they can. Yeah, they can. Worse. But on the silver lining front, and one of the questions here is, are the mistakes fixable? That was one of the topics we wanted to dive into. Yeah. Well, hell, make your baskets. Make your easy baskets. So many. Make your layups. Make yes. your stuff in close. Uh, Mobley, no more... Yeah, loitering out at the three-point line. You can't shoot that shot anyhow. What are you doing? I have no idea. What are you? Get your ass in the and below the post. Get some freaking rebounds and get rebounds. If they continue yeah. to get out rebounded like they did in game yeah. one, it's over. And I don't know. Can we show video or not? McNuggets? Well, well, how about this, Jay? I wanted to show the the one hundred one ninety seven, yeah. the made free throw that made it one hundred one ninety seven. If you can call up that video. Anyhow, anyway, it was on Twitter. I saw a lot of people were tweeting it. At the time, I'm like, how did they not call that a foul? I'm not kidding you. Mitchell almost got punched in the face. On the free throw itself. On the free throw that made it 101.97. Now, it ended up not mattering because the free throw went in. Yeah. But Julius Randle bodied Mitchell twice so hard, Mitchell almost fell. Uh, let me tell you something. And there was no whistle. Julius Randle was beating the crap out of the Cavs the whole game, and they didn't do anything. Bull, on Friday, you weren't yeah. here. Yeah. We had said, Brad brought this up. Yeah. Sure the is. league needs the Knicks to advance. They've been persona non grata for 30 years. Yeah. The television contracts are set off playoff ratings. End of story. Yeah. They need them to get to a second round. It's the number one market in the United States. Yeah. It's going to inflate the TV number no matter what. He said that, and I go, and you know what? They're going to let Randall be Randall. They're going to let him be the bull in the china shop. Yeah. And we've got guys in Allen and Mobley that when they get hit in the mouth, they hold it and instead of firing back. Right. And it, Tibbs knows that, yeah. and, and the league let him go. Yeah. And, and if they continue to officiate it like that, this I thing won't even be fair, I thought it was a fairly cold game. I had no problem I with just it. thought there were no. times he was way, way I, too aggressive. Well, they I, looked to, to see if it was a, an intentional foul on that one play, or a, a flagrant. Yeah, flagrant. And but, I didn't think it was, but but I don't know. Like, the Cavs got to fight back. Yeah, show some freaking toughness. I, I, just, I, I agree. Hey, man, I, I've been, I don't know what it is. I can't tell you what it is, but it, if, it, this is a bad thing. If the hardest team that I've ever seen in the history of Cleveland sports, why I've been here is a baseball team. <laughs> if that's the most intimidating team in the, in the 95, you got a problem because I, I watch these guys and, and here we said all year, you know, people want to, Oh, these are, I love the chemistry. I love how these guys love each other. They just look like they're having so much fun. I'm going to tell y'all <laughs> something right now. 90% of y'all get mad if you want. If you ain't never played nothing, you don't understand that people that play like that will never win at the highest level no. because somebody, not even Julius Randle, you think Julius Randle is bad. Wait till you get to seeing assassins like Chris Paul or guys that don't care nothing about you. You can't be nice and, and, and think that you're going to run around here in regular season and playoffs come. You, it's a different game. Yeah. And Jared Allen, you look like you saw a, a whole different – you was like, where, where did this yeah. come from? Yeah, Jay, it was a level that they'd never seen before. You're right. The, I, I think the Cavs and Browns 
both come off as soft teams. Now, they hopefully do. that will change. You're right. But it's like you need a couple of asses on the team. You know, we, we talked about this with Ohio State. Uh, Maurice Claret came on and said, I love my Buckeyes. I think that, that they have sure, the talent to sure win did. it. Mm-hmm. But he said, they're too pretty. Yeah. And and you that's it. I don't want pretty. I want gritty. In the playoffs, I need guys that are going to get dirty yeah. and are okay with getting hit in the mouth and then hitting back. Let's go. And they look like the Buckeyes. They, they just were like, you know, oh, whoa, you're going to get physical? Yeah. And they, they tapped out. It, They've got 24 hours to fix this. If you're Thibodeau, don't you basically say like, oh, keep it up. I, I, if I'm the Knicks, I'm, first of all, I'm telling them, beat the crap out of them yep. all, all the time. Yep. Number two, I'm like, let's just double-team Mitchell all the time and force the other guys to beat us because they're all playing gutless. I mean, where was Darius Garland in the second half? Did good he question. play? Very he, good question. He shoot. Did he, how many he points did he shot? I don't think he shot half, in the Mike? second half. He didn't take a shot. I think he had two free field goal attempts the entire second half. I found the free throw, uh, the free throw attempt, though. That's Garland's stat. One assist? <laughs> what? He had one assist, five turnovers. Now, granted... Assist, you can make a pass. If a teammate misses it, it could still be the right play. They he missed was a ton of shots. Uh, the Bigs missed a bunch of potential assists for him. He didn't play good, though. No. I found the free throw, Jay. I think you meant Mobley. Yeah, I said Mitchell. Out. I meant Mobley. I meant Mobley. Yeah, you have the, can, we, not, can we, we have it. We can play it. You don't think that's a foul? Not in that situation, no. You, uh, the free play, throws, by the way, Cavs sucked shooting free throws. I know they game. did. Okay, it, it, I think it's on a loop here. I mean, he just gets chucked out of the oh way. Oh, my God. Hey, that, and that's, I mean, that, that, that's a guy who weighs 240 going oh, against a guy that weighs yeah, 185. Yeah, he, I don't care. So I don't get think out. that's a foul. I, I don't think that's a foul. I, mean, I, I do. I think it's a foul. It's two shoves in the back. So, so here's what, here's what, here's what. Here's, <laughs> they didn't even, I didn't even notice that. I, I didn't think it was a foul. I'm with Mike. You don't do still even after looking I at it? I don't. I just think that's like they're both going after the ball. Uh, you know, you know, oh, oh, he kicked his ass. You know, you know it's called one dude being thin way Duncan. than the other guy. I, thin who, Duncan. Who, who said that? No, that was on the tweet. Th- th- thin that, Duncan. Who that, came that up with that, thin, thin Duncan? That that's going to stick. That's going to stick. Oh, man. He better. He should be in the gym the entire offseason, man. I'm told he is. Listen, well, we need to get this guy bigger. He, I mean, he's put on he 20 pounds since his rookie year. He's it, also just 21. Like this, his, yeah. his body in five years. Well, how old I know. He'll look rat. different. How old is Mitchell Robinson at this point? Uh, I think like 24, 20, 25, 25 maybe. Man, he is. A, he only played. By the way, that guy, had, he and Randall had. He's 25. 10 offensive rebounds, and they only played like 50 I, minutes between them. I, Allen and, and Mobley had 10 offensive rebounds in 80 minutes. Here's, here's, here, here's, my pro, here's my problem, McNuggets. My problem is all year when it came to J.B. Bickerstaff and how he talked about his team, right? He would always make excuses. Well, these guys are younger. We just trying to figure yeah, it I'm out. Blah, 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 whatever the case. Kumbaya, whatever. Guess what? You could have done something that would have, would have signaled out to your team. He could have came in a press conference and said, "Look, we're young. We don't, you know, we're young. We're inexperienced, <laughs> but we got bullied out there." Some people need to look in the mirror and figure out what they're going to be men or or how they're going to handle this because New Challenge York, them. New York came in here and kicked our ass, and this is what it is. Now, when you say that publicly, as a man, you have to go back and look at your people. Like, we're not about to do that again. That's if we're gonna lose and we lose straight up, fine. But we are not losing getting bullied by people. And really, that's it comes down to it. Who's gonna hit you at home? You got the home quarter behind them. Give them something to cheer about. And Donovan Mitchell, if JB ain't gonna do it, hey, come here, Darius Garland. You, I need you to do something. Where the hell are you at? Exactly. By the way, did you know you Two know what? Uh, Isaiah game. Hartenstein was like on the Cavs last yeah. year. Yes. Yeah. Yes. What happened? What, why did we just give him? What happened? Did they cut him? I don't think they cut him. He, he's bounced around. He's also. Uh, like, he's a player. I mean, he's not a he's star a or anything. You he's know, better Tibbs, than Lopez. He's a, you know, there's, I mean, a, there's a Tibbs brand of player. Yes. Okay? Yeah. That player is a guy who gets more out of his body yeah. than his skill set says you should get. Yeah. That player is going to go hard for whether it's six minutes or 48 minutes, yeah. whether it's the opening tap or the last possession of the game, he's going to ball out. He's going to give everything he has. There's that Tib philosophy that guys, yeah. you know, and, and they're very well aware of what they need, what they have to do to, yeah. to please their coach. And they're out there doing it for them. What's the JV player? I don't know. <laughs> I think it's too – to be fair to JB, I think it's too early to know what a JB player is. Thibodeau's been a head coach for over a decade in the NBA. I know, so. but like you, we should, there should be some sort of thing developed. We know what a Tito player looks like. 
Now, I know he's been there forever, but we've seen JB in this role for long enough to say, oh, his players all are nice guys. (laughs) And to be truthful, you can see the difference. You can see the difference between you can see the difference between Thibodeau and JB by just this from the tip. Even when you said they called the game evenly, and which I thought it was, it was, it was relatively even. Uh, yeah, I don't remember saying, "Oh, that's a terrible yeah. call" or "non-call." But very even often. when it was even, Tibbs was on the referee. Yeah, he worked them hard from yeah. the start. Even in, uh, even even the plays they gave them, even the whistles he got, he's on them like, "You should have called that earlier. Yeah. Get your man together over here." Do you didn't see that down there? The whole time he's working the guy, and I'm looking at JB. He's sitting there like this at, at half court. I, it's funny that you said that because um, there are certain coaches that will work the rest no matter what the game is. That's just their style. That's how they do it. Tibbs is that guy. I remember, I, th- I think I told this story earlier, when, when I worked with Thibodeau when he was at ESPN during his hiatus, uh, he was gone for a stretch of months. And mm-hmm. when he came back, I said, where you been? We haven't seen you in a while. He said, I went back in the lab. I said, what does that mean? He said, I called some friends and I went on some scouting trips. Spent mm-hmm. a couple of months in San Antonio with Pop. And I said, what did that look like? How does that go? He said, I asked him if I could come hang out. He said, sure, come on. And he opened up his notebook and he just started writing, writing. And he said, sometimes we think we know everything. Mm. Sometimes we think that because we've had success as a coach, that we're a successful coach. And that's not true. And clearly I was doing something wrong or I wouldn't be working at ESPN right now. Mm -hmm. So... I, I loved that about him. And I, first of all, I liked him. I thought he was a, t- a terrific guy to work with, very knowledgeable. But what that little nugget told me about him, oh, this is a dude that's going to have a comeback story and it's going to have a good ending. He's not done. And first of all, the fact that guys like Pop and others, he went to other NBA yeah. teams as well. The guys, th- that they would do that, I think that's that's pretty big. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, th- But they, th- he said, I just went back in the lab. Yeah. And you know what? To, to your point right there, we could go back and look at a guy. We talk about LeBron all the time. Look at Mike Brown. He was here two years. He was two stints, long stints, two stints. Right. One was a little short. Yeah. He's now in Sacramento. Now Mike Brown was always known for great defense. Offense was horrible. Sure. We're like, we don't know. He now is in Sacramento, and they have the most efficient offense. What in the they league. score? One twenty six. One twenty six yeah. against the Warriors. That and they, and and, and De'Aaron Fox was getting. All the other oh guys, shots in rhythm. We're going to talk about Fox in a sec. Yeah, yeah. There, there's some Fox stuff we have to touch on. We did yesterday on the panel yeah. at the car. You show said you had a top, you, you, something you wanted to touch on before we leave the Cavs. I do. I got two things real quick. Tomorrow, we're going we're gonna to attempt something. You know, we've done Coach Tyvis on the iPad and break down some things. Mm-hmm. I'm going to try going back to the last three possessions of the game and diagnose where the Cavs went defensively wrong. And a lot Good. of it comes down to rebounding. Oh and rebounding God. more than anything is effort. Oh. And you can see on the, especially the rebound that Randall got, not a single cab turned around to try and hit a body. No, not a single one. And I'm gonna. I said this to my coach. That was the college. game, by the way. Game. That was the game. That was the game. So I said that play to Coach Curley, who played in the NBA, you know, power forward, and said, "All right, I'm gonna do this tomorrow. Make sure I'm not out of line and how I'm gonna break this down." And he goes, "Not. Nah, I mean, you're the worst rebounder I've ever coached. I am, admittedly, the single worst <laughs> rebounder in the history of rebounding." What did you average per game in rebounds? Probably. I think I had two on senior night, and that was my career. McNuggets, so. do you remember McNuggets? Do you remember in practice where they used to put the ball in the middle of the floor, and you got five guys around? Go get it. And, 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 and you're you're face to face with the other guy playing defense, and there's five nah, guys gee, on defense. Gee, we did a worst drill. We did. He called it hamburger hell. No idea where the name came from, but it was three on two, three offensive players, two defensive players. The defense had to get three straight rebounds before they got out. If you didn't oh get three, it started. And mind you. You know, some people got stuck with me. We had three seven-footers on the team, a 6'9 kid, a 6'8 kid. <laughs> There's one kid shorter than me. They were hating you. Mike says three seven-footers as if they're legit. If you're a seven-footer playing Division Three, you're doppy. Come on, let's be honest. In a rebounding draw, I don't care if you're seven-footer. Okay, seven yeah, that's true. It's I'm 5'9". You're still close three to the basket. Two, the offense yeah. has the advantage already. So, I sent it to Coach Curley. Coach Curley broke it down with me. I'm going to try doing it tomorrow. Hopefully... It works out. Technology in the iPad doesn't always work. Can I ask you one question? I don't want to give away what you're going to do tomorrow, but to me, it was effort-based. It is effort-based. Okay. Oh, yeah. It It looked like a total 100%. Like, they thought it was a regular season game before halftime. Too many people. And it was a playoff game. I also also thought Thibodeau did a much better job of this. Like, when the Cavs made that run, was it late first quarter, early second quarter? I can't remember now. And they they, they closed the gap. And then... 
or right in the beginning of the second half. Remember, like the Cavs got off to a they good start. They had to do, do that several times. And then Thibodeau called the timeout and just killed the momentum. And like, I feel like the Cavs never did that. No. I still can't believe he had Jetty, Rubio, and Dean Wade on the floor at the same time. This is the playoffs. The you, last last point on the Cavs, G, and I'll uh, let you start here. And if you want to take it a little different way, by all means. But we saw the Kings and some other teams in the league equally young, first playoff experience, yeah. not kind of shy away from the moment. Gee, why do you think so many of the Cavs making their playoffs debut were just not ready for that spotlight? Man, so it's about it's about leadership, right? So sometimes, this is why, you know, people think that I'm super negative on people. It boils down to leadership to me. Like, when you are a coach, you are a motivator, you are a teacher, you are a facilitator. And sometimes what you don't understand is I like I watch Coach Prime right now. Coach Prime is going through spring practice and he's a new coach. He was one in ten. And every time he come in there, it just seemed like he on one. He's saying, look, if your grades suck you out of here, I'm not getting effort. I'm sending people off the field now. You like he's just over the top. And sometimes as a player, when you're in it, you don't understand why why players are like that or why coaches are is like he setting that. a culture. He's setting a tone. And so when your coach is running around pissed off all the time, you like, man, I'm tired of getting yelled at. I'm tired. Everything I do ain't right. But guess what? He's even mentally preparing you. He's trying to tell you if you think I'm tough. Wait till you get out in New York and the crowd is going crazy and the, the, the refs ain't giving you calls. They being overly physical with you and your shots ain't falling. What are you going to do? Are y'all going to turn around and fold? Or are you gonna come together and look at each other and be like, "Nah, we we put too much we put too much work in for this, and we, you know what we had to go through to get here." So I just think sometimes you're not preparing the people, and when you got a young team, a coach has to be hands on. You have to be hands on. If you got a veteran team like LeBron them, like when they won, they'll figure it out. Let, let me ask you this, both you guys: thirty-eight shot or thirty shots, thirty-eight points. I think is that too many? The reason I ask that, I know he's got to be a volume scorer. He's got to be their leading scorer. But to me, it felt like the guys just fell into a pattern where they were just content to I, watch him but play. But what choice did he have? Well, have... you got to get other guys but he involved did. He had early. Seven assists. Early, though. He, uh, he was, he, I thought he was passing the ball, but guys weren't making. He had seven assists, even with them missing all those shots. He, Eight I, assists. I, know, Eight. I, don't, I don't know what the answer is, but to I, me, it felt like the early Bulls teams with Jordan and the early Cavs teams with LeBron where they were just like, well, he's our dude. We're going to sit back and watch I just him think play. It's, Somebody I mean, else has I mean, to feel most, the urgency. If he would have, yeah. if he wanted to do what he did, they would have got blown out. Like right. because there was no like when you look at another man's eyes and you see he ain't got it. He saw early. My bigs is not converting underneath. So he just took the race. He said, I, I, I can't do it because it's game. I mean, he had his opportunity. Thirteen shots is a lot. You know what? I, couldn't I, make them. One of the one of the take a look at the Lakers box score. Call that up. Okay. They had. I think they had. Five guys mm-hmm. take 13 or 14 shots. To me. Five guys take 13. That's unbelievable, yeah. guys. That's the formula for, well, for winning basketball. Well, again, you, that's the LeBron effect. But Gar- no, I understand <laughs> but that. Jay, but they got, that's a team with LeBron on it. But, Jay, Garland and Mobley had 13 or more shots. They just yeah. weren't making enough. Yeah, but how many after that else, it was a huge drop. Right, but who else is going to take a lot of shots? Well, I just think when a guy takes 30 shots, I yeah. think oftentimes that that tends to be more often than not yes, a recipe yes, for a loss. Yes, yes, here's the thing. It's like when a quarterback throws for 450 yards. It, 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 he did all of that and you do realize that in it, they were down they were excuse me, up one. Yes. With the ball. With 2 minutes to with go. With 2 minutes to go. Yeah. That now, 3 uh, that they ended up hitting there was one second left on the shot clock. I, I thought it was going to be yet another shot clock violation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And if it is there, I think the Cavs win that game. Yeah, probably. I mean, he put the team on his back, and he almost <laughs> did enough to, in a game where everybody else played like crap. You got to read? I got two Super Chats here. When we bring you guys Super Chats, it's mm. brought to us by PCC Airports. And thank you to Always Balling 7 because his Super Chat leads us directly into our next topic. If you're looking for a job with career advancement and great benefits, well, PCC Airfoils is a leading manufacturer in Northeast Ohio. All locations of PCC Airfoils in East Lake, Menor, Wycliffe, and Minerva are hiring for all positions starting at $18 and up. Plus, full benefit packages, paid time off, and a signing bonus. You can apply online at precast.com slash careers to learn more. Two Super Chats today. One from Brett Watson. He said Jared Allen looked like it was his first day in prison. 
locked up abroad. <laughs> that's that's funny, Brett. That's that funny. is so. Hey, what's his name again? Shout him out. Shout what's out, it? Brett Watson. <laughs> That and Thin Duncan. That Thin Duncan Thin is Duncan crazy. was good. Ugh. And then Always Balling 7, which leads us right into our next conversation. <laughs> with the Giannis and Hero injuries, which if you didn't see, Hero broke his hand. Giannis is a lower back contusion. Hero's out. Giannis' status TBD. Do you think this makes the New York-Cleveland series even that much more important? Winner now gets a potentials fight. Yep. At a Hell shot yeah. in the Eastern yep. Conference Finals. Now, I don't think, I, first of all, I don't think that, you know, he's going to be gone for the series. I just see Giannis almost look like he tore his ACL and came back like the next week. Right. Now, what might game. happen is they might mess around and get dinged. Yeah. Then you got the heat. Yeah, right. Right, right. Then, should the Cavs win? How about this rematch? Kevin Love v. Cavs. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I can't imagine that the Bucks are not going to pull it together and win four. I think, still think they're going to win four in a row and win the series. What are two for the record. The Bucks. Having Tyler oh, yeah, Hero okay. out about destroys the Cavs, a terrible like, Miami I, offense. I, I'm going to tell you all this, though. Remember what I said? I wasn't drinking to nobody. People get hurt, bro. <laughs> Remember I said? I said, listen. No, you did. Hey. You did. That ha- the last few years in the playoffs, it seems like everybody gets hurt. It, they get especially. hurt. Especially. But a back contusion, I mean, that's not a big but, deal. But here's the, well, we don't know. I mean, I don't think it's going to be either. Mm. But, I mean, the thing with the back is, we saw this with Larry Bird late in his career. Tighten We've seen up. this with other guys. Yeah. When it's bad. I mean, yeah, you're right. just about useless. I mean, I mean, you're just it, about useless. And, and plus, if he turn around and boxing down and rebounding, once again, it comes down to physicality. Because what? It, think about if Julius Randle was right there and Giannis was there. Right. He's gonna give him that business. I, I yeah. bet the Bucks are secretly rooting for the Cavs. Oh, yeah. oh, I guarantee, oh. <laughs> I guarantee you they are. I guarantee you they are. Because uh, they, they know that the Giannis matchup becomes a million times right, easier. Right, right, right. With got, Finn and. And the Knicks are just a physical team, and they can run. Bigs, you know, they actually. run these bigs off the bench that, that yeah. can just beat you up. The Cavs have no, nothing I, off. The I bench. know we want to talk about the other NBA series quickly, but uh, I, there was one thing that you wanted us to ask that I didn't. I, oh. I'm not changing my pick. I picked the Knicks, so I'm not changing my pick. I'll stand Do by you the Cavs. Guys I'm going to stand by Cavs in seven. By it? But I don't feel that good about it. No, I, I don't. I don't feel very good about it. Now, listen, can they win the series? I had them winning in seven. I still think that they'll probably win to, to what tomorrow. It's tomorrow to play tomorrow. Yeah, tomorrow. And I think they'll win tomorrow. Now they have to find a way to win one. I in think New if York. they lose tomorrow, they get swept. No, 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 no. I don't. I, don't, I agree. I, they I, lose I, tomorrow. It's going to be a quick I, I one. Do, I do not. But I think they're going to win tomorrow. I do not have them. I do not have them winning the series. And it's just, and it ain't no knee jerk reaction. It's just for me watching. What so you it are is. changing your pick. Head chair. Like okay. I, I don't. I don't like the energy level. I don't like the, the toughness. And unless somebody wakes up and feels like they're like they got heart all of a sudden, you know, they may hit more shots. But at the end of the day. I don't. I don't see it. Yeah, I'm. I'm sticking with my Knicks. Can't Knicks win. is seven. You can't win with four good players. I think. No. We, you know, we kidded ourselves to think that the, some of the others were better, because we're not following the fifth through eighth guys as closely on other teams. But like, He's and the a, Knicks are not winning a championship. But man, they're they're just way better than the Cavs five through eight. I just. I, I was. I was so impressed. I watched the Clippers, and the Clippers. Like, even Russell Westbrook, this is crazy. Even Russell Westbrook was making plays where it was like, oh, that's, yeah, okay, that, that, that's just Hall of Fame pedigree. We, we laugh all the time here, and we quick to call people garbage, wash, terrible. Mm. But, but when you watch them play, I'm like, wow, that was, a, that was a great hustle play. That was a great defensive play. Man, that was a nice pass. Yeah. These, is, these is Hall of Fame type plays where guys is not shook in the least. Position changes. <laughs> guys, Kevin Durant come down hit a three. No, Kawhi Leonard, I'm coming down. And guys, both the LA's won. Both a, of them. What a difference watching. Like the the last six weeks, eight weeks of the NBA season, you're like, oh, it's That's so terrible. boring, terrible. And then the playoffs start. It's like a different I, sport. I, I, it is. I, I, it's a different I, game I, altogether. I, I'll give it to Bull, and I've changed my perspective yeah. forever. That regular season stuff. The last two months is a oh. bunch of BS. It's, it's don't hard. fool yourself into thinking people can play in the postseason just because they have relative <laughs> no. success. In right, the that's true. No, I mean this is a perfect we'll example. See it, of it. Like some of those, like I, I had, like I never watch random NBA games in the regular season, <laughs> but I was locked into that Warriors Kings game oh, on Saturday goodness. night. I couldn't shut it off. I was like, hold, I was so tired by the end. I'm like holding my eyes open. Yeah, no, that was one of the better playoffs. One of the best basketball games I've watched in recent memory. It is one of the better games you'll see. Yeah. And Fox, my goodness, he is what a stud! You, you, Unbelievable. Uh, hey, so, hey, look, and by the way, all that talk about the Western Conference being trash. 
Not that without what I saw. Wow. I saw I lo- had the Clippers look good. The, the 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 even the Suns look great. The Kings and guess what? The Lakers. The Lakers yeah. and Golden State. Like I wouldn't be surprised. And Denver, although Denver's Den- playing a really bad team, but I, I mean good. these these teams ain't. Gar- I was sold a bill of goods. I think it's just that there's no. <laughs> you bought it. <laughs> I think with the West is not the the top three seeded teams. Denver, Memphis, and. Uh, Sacramento. Sacramento, Sacramento have no track. They don't record. match up with Philly, Boston. Well, maybe and they Milwaukee, do. But, but listen, on they just any don't have given, a track record for any given series. Yeah, can the team that comes out of the West beat the Celtics? Sure, so that, why yeah, not? I, I don't think that it's going to be. Especially as we said, like you never know with injuries. These you don't know. Pile up. Yeah, you just All don't right, know. Well, any headlines that you guys want to talk about from the other series? Yeah, I was I, I was impressed with there. Kevin Love. We touched yeah. on that. Um, obviously the heat win big, but they do it without Giannis. Yeah, uh, I didn't watch the, the Nuggets game and I didn't, I didn't watch, either. There's no need to. I didn't watch Was the Sixers question? Nets. That's yeah. yeah, that's a bad series. And, and I, I look at man. This is <laughs> not the whistle. ain't got a chance. The heat have a shot. Oh, I'm, come on. Now. No, 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 hold on. Stop. Hold on. Hold on. Well, if Giannis doesn't come if back, if Giannis does not I think come he's back, right. okay. they got a shot. Well, there, sure. There's All a right. possible hero. That's because, because that is a, that is a so, big so, loss, so think, man. See, 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 watch this. God. So if they win, to, if they squeak out a win tonight, now you telling me Giannis has to play peak over the top MVP over LeBron. Listen, if, if, if well, he's the guy that can do that. They don't play tonight. They play not tonight. No. They play tomorrow, right? No, I think Wednesday. I think Wednesday. Yeah, okay. they just played. Well, well, here's the thing. If if Giannis is not 100% and the Heat win that game, now he's going to have to have... Out of your mind. What, yeah, then he's going to have to go He crazy. has to go Super Saiyan. I well, got Bucks go and five. Saiyan. Bucks and five. When you, when you win the first two, two it, it, that's you got to win four, four out of five. I know, but the Bucks are... <laughs> I mean, that's well, why this game two is so important for the Cavs. You lose it, bye-bye. But the Bucks have a track done. record. Giannis is the best player. They're not gonna. I, I, no, I'll be stunned. I, I think his the reason you're saying came that back clear that he's still TBD for game two, but his X-ray did come back clear. So. Right, which is great. That's I mean, great. Just, if it did, if it didn't, it'd really be a problem. But like I said, with the back, it can hinder his play. And, and if he's not Giannis, then I I say Miami know. has a puncher's chance. They got a puncher's chance. But if chance. he comes back and he's even close to the MVP Giannis, yeah. then this series is if, over. If they yeah. win game two, can the, can the Bucks win all? Can they win four out of five? Sure they can. Yeah. But here's the thing: I don't want to be in that position where I'm down 0-2, yeah. and let's not act like they don't have a guy over there like Jimmy Butler who can get it done. Bam Adebayo is very physical, you know. So Giannis is not going to be a hundred percent. If you get hurt in the playoffs. You're not 100% into the offseason. So now we just want to see if he's, he's right. better than 85. Let's move to Guardians. the Guardians. Yeah, yeah Guardians. Uh, boy, you were really fired up on the morning call this morning that they didn't sweep. Yeah. Considering they had Bieber going in game three of the right. series and they had won the and first the, two games. And the Nat, listen, uh, obviously Bieber's great, but I just got annoyed because Mike was kind of apologizing for Bieber. We talked yes. about this too much. Bieber pitched. I know it, if you look at the box score again, three runs in six innings. That's not terrible. No, he was lousy yesterday. It for is a him, quality start for him, but it's not a it's no, not a real for Bieber. Quality start. It's not. But for anybody, but I, I that's but, not where they lost the game. No, they, I know, Jay, but but the, did you agree with the call? By the way, the blocking the plate. I think they got it right. They got. Yeah, I hate yeah, the rule. I hate the rule. They right. got it right. They got it right. You have to. And Zanino's gotta be more aware. You can't block the plate without the ball. That's the bottom line. The rule right. sucks. It's of all the new baseball rules, it's actually the only one I don't like. Why don't I know like why. That? We can't show that, can we, Mike? I don't know. I, I, I like. I think yeah, they I'll overreacted to the Buster the Posey injury. It's not like it was. It's not like there's this huge track record of a million catchers so, getting hurt. So here's the thing: you think of Posey and Ray Fossey, and that was in an All-Star right. game. If I'm a first baseman and I just stand in the middle of first base, you can't do that. You, you, that's runners interference, and and he's running right through you. If you stand there as a first baseman, that's that's obvious. I don't understand why you would not think the same thing as a catcher. You you don't have the ball. You can't just block the plate. Like, right, and that's right. somebody gonna and get hurt. the right call. And that's Stinks. the rule. Now the, the problem yeah. with it is when Zanino, when as a young catcher coming up and was being taught in Little League and high yeah, school. Sure. He did it by the book. I know. Yep. What yep. he did was by the book. But, they but, got, but it's been enough years now where you, you would got think, to adjust. But, you know, sometimes in yeah. the heat of the battle, you know this. Yeah. In the heat of the battle, 
you go back to your natural instinct. That's yep. right. And his natural but, instinct was to do exactly what he did, but now you can't do that. You know, that. the problem is, like, normally you would have put out Bieber there for a seventh inning because he only had thrown 87 yeah, pitches. I, I was surprised he did I think to be he honest. took him out because he had so many high-leverage pitches in that game. He did. He was in but, trouble every – by the way, that Nationals lineup is awful. Terrible. It's as bad as Oakland. They never should it's, have scored. What, they get seven yesterday? Yeah, they got seven runs. Uh, the bullpen in the eighth inning was well, garbage. Well, the bullpen – is overworked already, they and are. that's a problem because yeah. they have nobody that goes deep right now. You know, quite, like none of you trust any of the other pitchers. Well, right when now? Karen Chet comes on, I have a mini stroke every time. Every time, every he time he nervous. pitches, I have a mini stroke. Uh, Here's you, the play. Yeah, uh, I'm sure that we're, we're going to see another yeah. angle. Again, of it. We, you um, could, we can complain about the rule all we want. They got it right. It was the right call. They did, and, it and sucks. even be, I took them a long time to confirm it, but. As soon as I saw the replay, I said, oh, God, he's he's safe. But pretty much everybody in the Guardians' pen is not as good as they were last year to this point, well, and they're getting overworked. Th- what what we said all offseason, one of the most bullpen. difficult things to do bullpen. year to year yeah. is carry over bullpen success. Bull- yes, and that's why I wanted advocated for them as good as their bullpen was. I said I wanted them to get another veteran starter and a veteran relief pitcher. Two. And 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 now, like you, because you need. They don't have. It. Here's the problem Crazy with the throw. Guardians' rotation right now. Yeah, you can't. You can't do yeah. that. It was there too early. The problem with the Guardians' rotation right now, Jay, is they have no innings eaters except for nobody. Bieber. Nobody. Like Quantrill's been not good. Please has been bad. Was although stunk, you know, you know, a little better last time out. I mean, Gaddis, Battenfield, like. They have these great young pitchers. We may need to see them sooner rather than later. G. Bush asked an interesting question yeah. before opening day. Let's break the season up into halves. And I said, well, I yeah. usually break it up into thirds. And he said, okay, what are you looking for yeah. in the first third of the season? And what I said was just hover around 500. You know, if it's 53 games, we mean, 54 McKenzie, games. Knowing yes, McKenzie because was hurt? knowing what I said oh, was, yeah. so you, if you split it into 54 game sections, I, what I wanted to see was, you know, be 27 and 27 or be 29 and 25 because you've got to get through this stretch, which looks like it's going to go into May now. You've got to get through this stretch without their number two arm and just get by. And right now, they're online to do that. There are a couple of games over 500. Yeah, I mean, they're a game out of first place. I think their Just record's fine. Around. Yeah, I mean, there's no reason to panic. But I'm worried, I, I, and the Guardians don't panic, right? No, they're, they They're don't. not, like, if the Cavs and Browns could be knee-jerk organizations. The Guardians are never right. a knee-jerk organization. They trust the process. But at some point here, you know, your record may still be good, and you say, okay, we're treading water, we're fine. But the, the the tally on the bullpen doesn't go away. No. If you bring up the starters later, if you look at the Guardians pitching staff right now, you can't name one pitcher on their entire roster that is doing better than you expected. Nobody. Everybody's been what you expected or, or worse. Right. You're right. Everybody in the You're pitching right. staff. In and the, that includes Bieber, by the way, who's for the most part been really, really good. Right, but he's not. But like, I didn't expect the egg that he threw yesterday. I didn't. No, expect no, no, no. That. He's not like been like Garrett Cole has been like absurd for the Yankees. He's been who we had thought. Bieber's he been be. for the most part great, but not. He hasn't been Garrett Cole. No. Uh, the rest of the most of the relievers have been disappointing. Well, how much does Hentges' injury? Uh, to me, I think that's in, a big, big. Piece it factors of it. in, you know. But you had like even guy like De Los Santos, who last year yeah. was a nice surprise. Yeah, he's been yeah. awful. No, he's terrible. Been he's good. been awful. I don't like him coming in again. Um, Sandlin's. Uh, Sandlin's had some blows. Yeah, you know, like all these guys have struggled. And you like it last year, you've been like, okay, take B. Brad out of after six. Eli no problem. Morgan, I feel like Morgan has been pretty good. He's been good. You know, it's funny. Last year, he was their best reliever besides Class A for the first half. <laughs> yes. And then he struggled like July and he August. Did. And he got it back together late. He's pitching well again now. And I think Tito's going to be flexible with who's the setup guy. Why aren't we calling some of these kids up? You've looked at Williams' numbers well, down in the minor Williams leagues. Williams in double A, Bibby in triple A, and Allen in Logan, the other Logan Allen. Yeah, the other Kill All it. three of them look Killing awesome. It. Why aren't I don't we want, them? My, Jason's like, well, they're going to wait till the middle of May. Why? Let's bring them up. It, when does the clock start for their uh, MLB service? June 1st? Remember well, with remember with Frankie Lindor, they yeah. waited famously well, until after June first, right? Right. And right. then they ended up missing the playoffs by just a couple of well, games. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yes, yeah, so like but, I don't care about that. Last year they called up Quan. You know they had all these young guys at the beginning. Well, of the they season. needed those guys, though. right? So, but we need them now. Yeah, but we like, need them. Like it's tough. I'm kind of torn on it because yeah. we need them now because of an injury and guys not performing. 
But if you do call them up and that clock starts ticking, that's a yeah. year. That's a year's service. Right, but what they're, what they're really missing right now is, because even with those guys, they're not going six, seven, eight innings all the time. No. They're missing that veteran eatings, innings eater. That's what they really – they yeah. need a guy who can just be a number three starter – and right. go seven innings and give up three. And oh, that's so what you hope you got from get from Quantrill. You haven't. You hope you got it from Plesak. You haven't. No. You, like, I'm basically able, done with Plesak. So, Savali's so been okay. I mean, yeah, better than, hurt. So, I know, but yeah. better than we thought he was yes. going to be. So, so what, you, what you're saying is you need a Jake Westbrook. <laughs> well, Jake Westbrook was both. You need a Charles Nagy <laughs> yeah. right now. Charles Nagy would be that's great. What you need. Yeah. <laughs> give me a couple hundred innings, and you keep your team in the game. Yes. You know, even if you're giving up three runs a game, yeah. you know, that's fine because – the, the strain that you take off the bullpen when right. you have pitchers go into the seventh inning and later, that's why your bullpen can be so dominant throughout right. the season. This is a marathon, and we're about the three-mile mark. <laughs> you yeah, know? Yeah. It's a long, long race, and yeah. we've got to keep these arms in shape, and you don't do that when you're throwing them every single day. By the way, um, I had I, in the end, it didn't matter, but why in the ninth, right? So in the ninth, first of all, First, Zanino gets robbed. The I first bat that sliding catch. Yeah. Then Will Brennan has that great at bat. Oh. And that, they make that great catch. That was a catch. great catch, too. Alex Cole just came off the bench, makes a great catch. That was Stro a great at bat, by the way. Great at bat. I think 10 pitches. Brennan looks good. I'm, I'm, I love Brennan. He's playing every day right now. We got to get him on again. Yeah. And so, but then, MVP. Jay, so then Straw gets MVP. the, Straw gets like the number single, right? He has like, it was almost like a bunt. Yeah. Okay. Why did he steal? I don't know. What were they doing? I, I know don't, in the I mean, end, and, and, Quan struck out, so it yeah, didn't matter. Yeah, but here's what was funny about that, okay? Yeah. We're supposed to be this team that runs, and we have run. And they haven't yeah, run yeah. in a But ton. there's been a couple times where, once in the Seattle game that went extra innings, we had, yeah. we had opportunities with guys on and one or two outs to go, and we weren't. I and don't I couldn't understand. figure it out. Now, I know some of it has to do with the pitcher, but Rick Manning said, uh, appropriately, I didn't know yeah. what this guy's move to the home plate looked like. Yeah. I watched it his first time. He had a high leg kick. I know. I said, and, oh, that's a stolen base. Right now, st stolen base success percentage is the highest it's been in forever. Ever. Yeah. Miles Straw's an excellent base dealer. Like, I, in my mind, there was a 90% chance he'd be safe. And what was and, weird, Quan swung at the first two pitches. Right. And then when he runs, he looks at strike three. Uh, yeah, well, and that was so weird. I he know never this, strikes out looking. That, that third strike was a... Uh, an easy strike. It was basically right down the middle. It was I, a tube shot, and yeah. he looked at it. I, that was weird. He. Looked, I don't know what was going on. But this Straw, strike, like, I, mean, I don't know why. He's got to steal that base because Quan's a singles hitter. Look what he did the previous at-bat. Yeah. He punched one down the line after the Straw exactly. double. Exactly. Like, you've got to get that guy to second base. Right. And you know what? If the game ends with you trying to get him to second base. So be it. Better to have loved and lost than again, not to have loved at all. Again, Do it. I would say nine out of ten times Straw steals that base at least. At least, so I'm taking a chance because if I don't steal the base, I probably got to get two hits because Quan's not an extra base hitter You're generally. Right. Yeah, you do. So, you, you do need. You know, to. if I had Jose up there, okay, maybe I don't try to steal a base because if Jose's up there, he can hit, get me an extra base hit. They might walk Jose. But, but what was with, weird was they with, ended up trying to steal the base. Right. Yeah, it was so strange. I mean, I just didn't understand, and I don't know if Sandy's making the call on yeah. that. Sandy's normally really good with the stopwatch. But just like Manning said, on the first pitch to home plate, yeah. I saw him pump that oh, knee yeah. up to his chest, and I'm like, oh, he's he's going next pitch. Yeah. He's Has got to. to. I couldn't believe it. And he was stuck in pitch. cement over there. So a lot of – they won two or three. A lot of, you know, things that we can nitpick here. But one thing we do – one person we need to give credit for is Josh Bell. After a, yeah, a tumultuous start to the season, in one weekend series, Hold he on. raised his Hold batting up. average by – no joke, legitimately 100 points. He's well, he was hitting one, 90. He's up to 190 now. Yeah. yeah. He does have a home run. He had four RBIs and I believe four extra base hits in three games. So Yeah, I was not worried about Josh Bell personally. I, I, I was I was okay. getting I was beginning to get a little worried. Yeah, though, I mean, and again, maybe, you know, has another bad week. I don't know. But well, you I know think what he said? I don't know if you saw the post-game interview after game one when he hit the home run, but he said it's just nice to be in familiar surroundings. Sometimes that can trigger a right. guy. Yes, that's and true. He felt he felt at home. Right. And he hit the cover off the ball. And and he's traditionally a bad starter and the weather finally warmed up. Although it's yeah. gonna be oh no, well they're still on the road now. And, but yeah. And, no, it was nice there in yeah, DC yeah. though. And, and uh, they had rain delay, but just for the right, simple right, fact, right. say you go to you know, it's always like it's like say for instance we add a new member to the show, right? Yeah. We don't know him. We've been working around each other. He come in, 
And now he's like, all right, where do I get my takes off? How do I move? Right. And they skipping over me. Bull, yeah. bull cussed me out. Does he like, like me? We try mm. to tell him it's just bull. He, he <laughs> Listen, he having meetings with McNuggets afterwards. It's just a simple fact that, like, he know he got a bag of money. He there, and he's trying to prove himself, like, yo, I'm worth it. Like, I'm just trying to fit in. The best the, It's a lot of pressure. You just want it, You just want to hit the ball well. You just want to feel like, hey, guys, see – I ain't trying to do. I'm listen. I'm part of the team. I'm contributing, right? And then you know, Tito, tell you, listen, bro. You'll get it. Hang in there. Just make sure that you're getting good at bats. You can't There's worry no about the other stuff. Tito's not going to panic. No. Um. So yeah, Rosario. Nine and seven. I, uh, what do you make of the of the Twins? It, I I'm wondering if, if this is the year that the Twins become the team that we thought they were going to be. I the last still. Three years. I still. Don't buy the Twins. I, you're not. I, I don't like their pitching. Enough. I don't either. It's been good so far. That's my. That, um, but I, I think I like their lineup. I think they got a lot of good young stars in that they lineup. They do, but but I don't know about the pitching, and ultimately yeah. that's what it's going to take. And Buxton's got to prove he can stay healthy for all year. He's <laughs> yeah. unlimited talent. I mean, God, what a good. talent! He is so. By the way, he's good. got he is a five all the tools, tools, everything, everything. Without got to stay healthy for without all winning year. that wild, without winning the division. Yeah, this wild card is looking crazy. I don't, if you want to depend well, on I mean, the wild card, the Guardians really good. I mean, the Rays are what fourteen and two. Yeah. They finally lost a couple of games, and the American League East is really good. Loaded. Yeah. It's one. Actually, the Red Sox are playing right now because it's. Uh, oh yeah, the, the Boston Marathon. Marathon. Yeah, that's right. Crazy tenth anniversary of the bombing. Who's that? Pa- is it ten years? Yeah. yeah. Oh, David wow. Ortiz was the grand marshal for the parade. Oh, that had to be fun. I was yeah. two blocks away when the bomb went off. You I were? Didn't it was ten years ago. No yeah. kidding. Yeah, the wow. finish line. You were going to school there, right? The finish line is two blocks away from Emerson, and we were at wow. Ortiz's house. Could you hear it? Feel it? Anything or no? Yeah, let me do the call to Greve real quick. Okay. Because we're going to have a guest on any minute here. Matt Ainge should join us, uh, talk a little baseball. 